party. Okay, you hold this. Tanner, I don't want to. What did you just say? <laughs> I said Tanner, I don't want Tanner, to. Tanner, I don't want to. <laughs> Uh, no, it's gonna be fun. Okay, uh, real quick, this is Tanner. Uh, welcome to the Groovy Misfits podcast. Uh, we have a tattoo party going on right now. Uh, tattoo Bailey's tattooing party. my boy Nuts, and uh, his wonderful wife, Danny, is here. He's not tattooing my boy's nuts. He's uh, my boy <laughs> Nuts, uh, and we have uh, his awesome wife here, Danny. And I was like, Danny, quit talking to me uh, in person because I want to put a microphone in your face because she's really jazzed about uh, some true crime stuff. So what's the theory you're about to tell me, Danny? Say hi, Danny. Hi. Speak loud, too, because you're a confident person. So, like, <laughs> let me hear it. I love your voice. Uh, what was the theory you're going to ask me? Um, just a quick a question. Yeah. What do you think of um, the theory of, okay, they're, if you think about how they are – arguing a lot there's a, probably a lot of domestic violence in their relationship yeah. hold on let's 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 say what we're talking about danny is following the uh oh, gabby petito case gabby petito and brian laundry brian La laundry laundry which is funny is when uh i first found out about it i read it as his name was laundry i yeah. was like it was like laundry like uh, i thought it was oh i thought it was gabby patio and Brian Laundry, because I'm <laughs> dyslexic. <laughs> I was talking to Madison about it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, weird. Uh, I mean, there's the been a lot of fake news. Patio, patio and laundry. That's crazy. Okay, so we're, she, she's she been following the case, and uh, there's like some press conference shit. I guess they just found out that she was a strangled. That was her cause of death. Strangulation, asphyxiation. And so go ahead. Now, now that's who we're referring to uh, when she's asking this question. Okay, so. A theory that um, I've thought about yeah. is, okay, there's been a lot of domestic violence and kind of, you know, stress in their relationship. Mm -hmm. There's been um, her claim that she has OCD, um, you know, whatnot. Maybe there's a little depression in there. Maybe sure. there's, you know, some highs. Nice some little lows. cocktail, some mental a, a bunch, A bunch of, yeah, mental yeah. Um, and as well as physical abuse going right. on within the relationship between the two of them maybe has it right? come out now like with through friends and family that they've had past experiences of abuse because i thought it was like presented especially on social media that it was a very harmonious relationship but now are like people being like yeah no he was a piece of shit he beat her all the time or or was that the first on that trip because of the stress and because of all the crazy shit they were doing that it started coming out then do you think or well, i think it's just like every other relationship that has emotional abuse or physical abuse yeah. they're not going to show a lot of that stuff to anybody right it, especially, especially on family. social well and on social and media too because that was a conversation i was having with madison about like like man how relieving for me it would be like super uh like wholesome or like it would be super like just assuring that people would also share a little bit of the mess too in their life you know what i'm saying and yeah. it's like not like Nobody's oh hey he just boxed me up the other day but be like yeah hey we're having some struggles and just like hey everything's great but then also there's some struggles that we're going through as well yeah and then it's just so then it's like so many times we present all the good 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 on or not we but like just people in general all the good, good, good on social media, but then like 
so then all you can really see is the posse shit, but you know behind it there's some like something lies behind. Something's going on. And nobody's gonna ever share that stuff. Right. Um, I did so one time. That that's good. Yeah, on my Instagram that's I had healthy. like a emotional breakdown and I don't know why I did it, but like <laughs> it's healthy but not because it was really bad. But like I came home, I don't know why I collapsed and I cried. <laughs> And uh, I was bawling my eyes out, and I for some reason I was like, I need to put this. On. I had just gotten on Instagram, <laughs> and I take literally take a, a shameless like face selfie of just my eyes, just like bloodshot red from crying, and I just like posted some emotional thing or whatever, and just yeah, side note. Yeah, but but, but you're an emotional dude. I like, am. That's, I am. That's very you, and yeah. that's very real. It's and I was dying of alcoholism at the time, so you know, right? Yeah. It also cry for help. Yes, it was in yeah. many ways. And it wasn't a cry for attention, but it was probably me like subconsciously being like, I'm not okay, but I, I don't know help. how to say it. Yeah. yeah. Which it comes out in all sorts of crazy ways. Okay. Keep going. What you're saying. Better now. Here we are. Down yeah. the line. Um, I think that, I mean, I don't necessarily think, think this, but this is a thought that has come up is, um, should they find him? Should they know where he is? Yeah. Should this come to light in a courthouse? Should he ever see the light of a courthouse yeah. who knows he will but, but should yeah. he down the road there is there a possibility of him pleading the fact that he was assisting in suicide well okay assisting suicide could she have cried out okay kill me now if you're gonna kill me right like yeah. is that could he potentially claim that that was assisting in suicide That's and wild. get off of a murder charge that's that's a really good thought. That's is actually that possible. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know any lo lawyers. Well, I, I, mean, I, I think his defense is pretty good. Some you know, lawyers, they, they have they have money, and that like that's actually an, I would have never have thought of that like kind of perspective. Uh, I thought what came up to me was self defense because she already had struck him, and it's on recorded that like she had. But he also struck her. Well, well, I know, but I'm saying I'm just saying for that. his argument. In that incident on like the body cam footage, yeah. he had he had the damage and she had admitted to it. So in she theory, she also had damage though. Did she have scratches? I, yeah, I remember watching that and I was just so fucking pissed her off. Her arms, okay, and bruising, okay, and um, one of the nine one one calls that alluded for the Moab Police Department to pull them over and find this find the van yeah. was a 911 call of people calling in saying that they saw the man really slapping the girl and then got into the van and drove off oh my god see so the first round oh and that's of when he locked Moab her out or whatever department footage mm -hmm. we don't see any of that they've clipped that out they've really? not shown any of that so it didn't come out until later oh so they're in super a second fucked, round dude. of Moab uh, on the second officer. So there's two body cams that were running. There's one, the first one that came out, that first body cam didn't say anything about this 911 call um, or anything like that mm -hmm. um, or her bruising or anything that was on her arm. The second officer that had a body cam on him came out what, a week or two later. After was that, that the, from one? the same incident when they were pulled over yep. and shit? Okay. Yeah. So because there was a couple cops there. Yeah, there was four cops there. Mm -hmm. Different perspective, different cop. Um, the cop of the first video that you probably saw first round. Yep. Yep. Um, while he walked away and was talking to another cop and checking in on Brian, the second cop that also had the body cam that came out later. Um, was, was talking, talking to her, to her yeah. about, hey, like, there's scratches on you. What are those things on your arms? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure what happened, which is a very clear sign of a right. a domestic violence 
victim. 100%. They're not sure. They don't want to say. They don't want to get him in trouble. Neither one of them would wanted each other in trouble. So had either one of them been arrested at that point in time, there's still a chance that she would have ended up dead because they would have taken the the proper route to get the person out of trouble, to not press charges, to drop whatever charges, because the police department told him how to do that anyways. Yeah. I well, and so before we recorded, that's that's one of the conversations we had on it. Like, obviously, I feel differently about that because I'm just like, I'm I'm big on once that intervention comes, if she were to go, and then like it's some people when I've I've mentioned this too, they're like, they think I'm saying like she was at fault, she needs to be arrested. I'm not saying like she was in the wrong or anything, but when I say like she admitted on camera that she struck him while driving. Yeah. That could have been clear. Just just basis of like we have a good enough reason to could remove have taken them. Taken her to a safe spot. And then she would have been at the station. Then her family would have been contacted. It wouldn't just been in a, in a vacuum with like him and her. And her family a good chance would have, she would have gone home with her family. And that's what I'm getting at when I say that like odds are yes, could she have been released? They would have been in a vacuum. I don't know if they were necessarily that toxic or she was that like far in where all she can see because this may have been some of the first instances of actual real abuse with them other than like arguing. So she may still had the like confidence or the empowerment to be like, Oh yeah, this isn't right. I'm going to call my parents, let them know she came from a, you know, she's like good, like white girl fucking lifestyle that, uh, then her pam- parents would have been involved. She, they're probably already sketched the fuck out because she's going on some crazy van life fucking trip with this bald-headed goof fuck. You know what I'm saying? And they probably <laughs> don't like him anyways. And so then they would have just swooped right in. She would have, or at least talked sense into her. And then they would have known. And that's why I say when I hear you say, well, he probably still would have killed her. He's not. I don't think he was in the vibe of like, I'm a fucking murderer and I'm going to murder her. But he probably so like once no, that I think it was a crime of passion. R- I think it's sure. gonna get or desperation. It's definitely or gonna get played off as a crime of passion. One hundred percent. And so with premeditated, that, maybe not. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like, if he was like plotting the whole time, I'm gonna kill her. Once the cops were involved, once her family knows, once everything, she's not like isolated he in that vacuum. Would have done it if he was plotting it. And that's why the cops fucked up by bare minimum. Even if she was released later, all these people would know that some shit went on. He wouldn't have been able to just skate out. And go right back to Florida thinking that, like, you know, that's never a good look. That was my first thing. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. obvious. It's cut and dry. I he fucking see it killed her. Differently, if she was to, let's say, go get arrested yep. and then they, she called her parents, her parents probably would have brought her immediately home. Immediately. In that situation, yeah, this probably wouldn't have happened. However, if there is more abuse in the relationship yeah. that they're hiding or that they didn't want people to see. Yeah. What's the likelihood of her calling her parents saying, yes, I do need to come home? It, and that's or tough. Or saying, no, I'm okay. It was just a, an incident. Like, we're okay. We're going to continue on with our trip. Which she was in doing in the police. She was downplaying in many ways. of Just being like, hey, I was upset. <laughs> she said something that was like, it's not funny because obviously she's fucking dead now. But in the, uh, I don't know if you remember this part in the, the body cam footage. She was like, I don't know. He's just like. He's just kind of just like a bummer sometimes, and he's kind of just yeah. like a buzzkill, and he's just he's just like a, a non-fun having person sometimes. I'm trying to start a blog, and he you can already believe in me. Yeah, and he's yeah. just kind of a yeah. bummer. <laughs> it's like it was just yeah. it was. I know she's dead and shit, and like R.I.P. But like it was just like sweet how she kind of because even in that moment you can tell she's just like a really sweet, genuine person. But she's probably just like what the a lot of stress, a lot of that pressure, and I think that like yeah. 
she may not have been like this, like super traumatized in that moment just yet. Like he wasn't probably beating her all the time. And so she still was probably like, Oh, maybe. Yeah. This is probably just like a rare occurrence all about passion. And I'm going to try and mitigate this. So like, cause I don't want him to go to jail cause he doesn't do this all the time. This is new. And I'm going to try and like keep him. Yeah. yeah. Well not it'll maybe fix, I'm him, fix but, like, him. Yep. Try and keep him from getting hurt. Uh, or keep him getting in trouble because, oh, I was in the wrong too. And that, that kind of thinking, I just don't think she was in like a vacuum vacuum of just that, like where people get to when they're in hyper abusive relationships where it's like, even though they want help and they want out, there's that ultimate fear that they know that they can't get out because no matter what they're going to get, that person will always get back to them. So then they just choose not to even try. Right. Right. And that's, and that's a lot with a lot of DV cases and mm-hmm. victims yeah. and assaulters and all that kind yep. of stuff. And that's the, I just don't know if she was there. That's yet. the big thing that needs to be, you know, addressed and there needs to be more help and more resources for people in those situations. Right. Yeah. Um, One of the things is with the police, they should like in Washington, I'm a huge advocate that like I was telling you guys, if immediately. someone shows up and and me and my Arrest partner, them. even if it was literally like verbal, a lot of they will they have if a DV case is called between two partners One or, or two, someone's got to go. What Someone's really kind of irritates go. me in, in um, the body cam footage of that one officer is when he came around and they were trying to find a way to not take one of them to jail. I fucking hate that. Because they didn't want to do that, right? They wanted to separate them from the, for yeah. the night. Sure, okay, I get that. Um, don't text each other, but here's your phones back. Like, no, someone should have. The moment the she said, I hit him while driving, they would be like, okay, you're going to come with us. This is way too intense for you guys to get back into a car and keep driving. We're going to fucking just, yeah, yeah. end this now. And he came around and he said, the way you answer this question is going to determine what happens next. Ah, uh, so stupid, dude. So, like, setting her up for, think about how you answer be this mindful, question. Be mindful, yeah. Right? Be mindful of this question of what you want to happen to your significant other, not necessarily setting up her up for right. what you want to happen to yourself. Yeah. Where do you want to see yourself? It's not putting her in a safe position or him in a safe position. It's making her feel like his fate's in her hands. Yeah. And she's the abused. Yep. And so she's going to be like, oh, and, and again, probably feeling like this was a one-off. I had a part in this. Oh, I don't want him to go to jail. Really thinking probably more so about the trip in general. Yeah. Because they were so fucking invested in that. And she was just like, that was like. And halfway through. Right. And so she was like, fuck, I need to finish this. And if that, then it's all blown up. And this was all for nothing. Yeah. There's that fear as well. And her then it's blog, just like. her everything. It's not just my safety or not. It's all this other shit that they, that she's not going to be able to put aside. But as a fucking like objective, that's your job to do it. The police need to have actual intervention and do something about it. Is the and the safety they didn't. of others. You're yeah. in the job for safety didn't. of others. Um, so if you think about the. Okay, so she, it came out that she was strangled mm-hmm. to death. That was yeah. her cause of death, right? Which I kind of, I, I thought that was going to be the case. I didn't, I, because I don't think he had a weapon on him, like a gun or like a stabbing. I, you could tell. I mean, he had yeah. a knife, probably. Did They're he, outdoorsy he, hunt, people. Right, so, right. Like, you're not going to go, I'm not even going to go outside yeah. without a knife. I got a yeah. pocket knife every time I go to my cabin, right? Right, right. Um, but, uh, so yeah, stabbing or fucking strangulation was like what I got. I was like, yeah, maybe, yeah. Most likely. Um, strangulation, okay. Was it bare hands? Are there bruises? Are there that? Or did he use a piece of clothing? Are there, you know, fiber, mm-hmm. like fabric mm-hmm. remnants? Sure. You know, that sort of thing. What was it? Or what was pillow over, or like, you know, something like that, like smothering. S- suffocation. Suffocation, like in sleep or whatever, which is really a way when someone is doing that, it's a. Uh, 
So I like, think that would have come out as suffocation versus strangulation. Oh, well, maybe. I mean, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Right? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Now that I you think, say that, I mean, yeah. We think of strangulation huh. typically around the throat. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Asphyxiation, strangulation, and then, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be, I mean, it could have been. Who fucking knows? Right, right. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I think that, like, that's why when you were like, oh, it's so interesting and it, it's so intense and, like, well, this is, this is, like, really interesting that to me, I'm like, man, like I was saying earlier, like, in so many ways, it's actually kind of cut and dry, but then when you said the real-time thing, that's when I, I do, I do agree that it's, like, it's, it's, it a lot of times you get him, it is he cut and dry. Her. Yeah, he killed her. He fucking, I mean, he deserves sh- to go to prison. 100%, and he showed that he killed her and that he was guilty by going straight back. Straight back And home. that's, that's why I asked you about the other case. I fucking, it's blanking on me, the name, the guy that was in Colorado, killed his wife and two kids, put his kids into, like, a fucking oil barrel and shit. Yeah, he, that, that guy name. tried getting away with it he wanted to be in the middle of the investigation he called the cops he, yeah, he showed up put himself in there ask you know right what can i do to help where can right I ha- yeah and so that meanwhile, is when it gets interesting meanwhile for me laundry's on the run his parents aren't saying a word yeah and nobody is is saying a word yeah. other than his sister finally broke do they say right? what his his parents do or like is there do are they like because they're in florida and i've seen they pictures own of a house juicing company they got some money they got some money um they own a juicing company they've yeah. got multiple properties right i'm not sure if they rent them out or whatever yeah. but um talk about they an- got enablers they got you know what I'm saying? yeah it's like, okay, sweetie, yeah, you definitely killed her, but we love you because you're our little baby boy. So. Which is what makes me think of, okay, whether, okay, which makes me think of that whole assisted suicide thing. Maybe he called them and told them, hey, here's what happened, um, and that's the story he told. Right. And they are like, well, there's, you should you shouldn't get in trouble for that. Like, oh, don't worry, sweetheart. Yeah, it was an accident. We understand. Right. So Let's we'll let help us... you out any way we can. We'll help you find a place yeah. to go, place to hide. Which is or... another reason why I think the, why I'm so dead set that like their lawyers, his lawyer is already way ahead of this trying to fucking mitigate everything before he even steps foot in a fucking jail cell or courtroom that they're going to have so much shit on the table. Well, his lawyer is soon going to incriminate himself. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they have a real estate lawyer. Okay. That's what not he is. really. He's a real estate lawyer. Yeah, he's not really savvy with the murders. Yeah, he's yeah. not necessarily like a, a trial. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, you know, um, he's proven that time and time again when he sends text messages to reporters <laughs> individually, not even the same text message. Right. You would typically think of, if I was an attorney, I would copy and paste my responses. Right. He sends it back. Sure it's like, no, it's a mid-century modern, uh, four hundred thousand square feet. No, yeah, yeah, bad joke. Um, but yeah, I think the reason why this case is, you know, yeah, so much more interesting is you're watching it in real time, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and what's happening next could come at any 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 moment in time. Right, and so there's that that uh, intensity, and there's that anticipation, and you're able because like most of the time with almost all like because I I'm, I have been a fan of true crime, and that's what I was telling you about the podcast. And that's mostly when, I I don't do the whole like internet like reading articles and shit because i'm fucking an idiot and i just don't like reading that stuff but i'll (laughs) listen to it and consume the content that way and so but a lot of these podcasts they don't have like day of or like this just happened a lot of them are from like a year ago or five years ago 10 years ago when all and i think a large part of it's because it's like all the information's already there unless it's like an unsolved case or they'll do like cold cases or mysteries and and stuff like that which a lot of people think that this case will go cold 
You think? And a lot of people do. Maybe Why with, though? With the with How? the autopsy report coming out or that came out. People today, don't I really think, think he's gonna like maybe, get away with it. Maybe it won't go cold with this new information. Who knows? But a lot of people do think that it's gonna go. How cold. can it go cold when there's an active suspect they who's? They never. He's find not it. gonna be fucking unless he went to Mar-a-Lago or he fucking went to Cuba on a boat and and he's gone gone and they gave him a fat bag he of money. He can't go to Cuba. There's 180k reward for finding this man the cartel is going to chew eat him up and spit him out for right, that money right like he will never survive in cuba or you know something chance. like they that will he turn him in. wherever he could go try and hide where there isn't extradition yeah but is cuba joe is cuba do you think yeah because it's part we have like a, something like that yeah yeah they got some connects there from when pablo was so uh I, I could see. Yeah, I, but any uh, anyone out there is going to want 180 grand. Oh, for sure. And it'll go up. It'll, the longer yeah. he's out, the more it'll go up. Uh, I could see him. I could see him being found dead. Yeah, I could see that. But the reason why I don't think that'll be that'll happen is because I hope he's, that's not the case. Well, right. I He's actively in hiding through his family, not just him. So say he was just on the run and he was just like some deadbeat and didn't have a bunch of money and, and whatever. And he was just like trying to figure it out eventually yeah i could see him being like fuck this and, and necking himself and just being like, i'm done but he has that support and that like the money and, and everyone working for him which is fucking bananas like if imagine if easton did that like what would you fucking do that's actually i'm glad i'm asking this so what would you fucking do <laughs> easton would never but well we never know he, who knows <laughs> uh but like imagine he better e not <laughs> right easton you'd kill him yourself uh easton yeah. hits you up mom I fucking strangled Sydney and I'm coming back home. What do I do? Like, how do you show up in the, as a parent? And is there just like this? Do you think there's this biological mechanism that's like, I have to save my child? Or do you think you may have a like moral thing where it's like, what's right is right and you fucked up and this is where, you know, you fucked up? Or like, what do you think that would be for yeah. you? Uh, that's an interesting, it's interesting question because uh, Joe and I feel differently on that. Right. I, I imagine Joe would be like, hey, um, bud, we'll go to the cabin. I'll be there in a bit. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe's like, I'm going to hide that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, um, he's like, I've been waiting to go off the grid. There's your excuse, dude. He's going to kill somebody. Fucking you're just like gone. Him. You know, What if it's not a matter so of belief, know, So though? we don't know. We don't know what he would have told his parents. Tanner's asking, okay, if, if Easton were to come back and say, hey, yeah, I strangled I some girl. I fucking killed her, and dude. They, <laughs> and he admitted it. Like, No, yes, like, ma, yes, oh, mom, is, I was defending myself. That's there is, crazy. No, you're not. There <laughs> is a uh, there is a, mother, a maternal instinct that kicks in that is, is like, oh, my gosh, I want to protect you. I want to save you. I want to. Yeah you know, keep you from any harm's way, whatever. Right. I would protect him as much as I could from media, social media, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause that's, that will rip you apart for sure. Sure. However, um, our kids need to learn what's wrong and right. Our kids need to do, need to know and learn to stand up for, um, their stand up for their actions yeah. and take Be accountable the responsibility, and take accountability. Right. And if that's what it is, it's going to jail is what it is. If turning yourself in first and foremost from the very beginning is going to get you a lower sentence and you cooperating, yeah. by all means, let's try and hire the best lawyer we can sure. and do the best we can at getting you the the lowest sentence. But yeah, it's you, like, you hey, killed dude, someone. Right, like, right. 
you gotta take accountability and take those consequences. It's like for I your love you. I, I I'm your mother, and I'll do everything. And I will I can. always love you, and I will love you fr- from a jail cell. Right. Or in a, or while you're whatever. in a jail cell. Well, like, and also it's like, so imagine you know obviously Easton's a fucking amazing kid, so that shit would have, you know never happen. He would but, never. <laughs> but think about like. It's like like your son's not like a, a fingernail eating fucking scribbling in his book in the back of the class, greasy hair, kind of like weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he's just like a good old kid. Fucking something happens. Like, I like your perspective because it's like, hey, bud, okay, you made a fucking mistake. Like, something happened out of passion or whatever. Like, I, you, you fucked up. But, like, by getting ahead of it and just fucking doing the right thing already starts the healing process of, hire, like. Hire the best attorney we can. Yeah. Right? Like, you just get start being accountable there. for it. Go turn yourself in and, like, just deal with it. And take From what's coming to yep, and then not making it worse or, or just like that's gonna start the redemption. I mean, running for months on end it makes it that much worse. Brutal, yeah, yeah, that yeah. much worse. Not only for him and the potential of his sentencing and yeah. the potential of the, I guess, the capacity of this of this case and mm-hmm. what the charges would eventually be, um, but also for that other that poor girl's family. Like the other right. family, the other family. Right. Because if you think about it and you turn it around, what would you do if it was your family? If it was your daughter? Exactly. That, well, that's very just empathetic. You know what I mean? Would it be left? That's a bad movie, Joe. That's a bad movie. What if she dropped his ass off and all of a sudden he gets home and now they're talking about he's murdered and he's like, oh, I'm fucking cooked. Well, that's. Like, she dropped him off where? Like, he you're saying if, if she was like, they were fighting and then like. He he's like fuck this, let me out of the car, and then she drives down the road, and some masked killer kills her. But he took the van, or maybe he kicked her ass out. and then she winds up dead, and then you know she his. Yeah, I don't know, dude. What's that movie? Have you seen Alpha Dog? It's because he is guilty. Bailey, you've seen Alpha <laughs> Dog. That very similar scenario where Bruce Willis, uh, his and, 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 yeah, Bruce Willis is in it. That's his dad in Alpha Dog. Yep. Bruce Willis is his dad in Alpha Dog. Yeah. Justin Timberlake Alpha Dog? Yeah. The the guy, the, what's wait his a name? Wait a second. This is Justin Timberlake movie? Yeah. So Bruce Willis, uh, his son shows up and he's like, I'm glad you got here, son. And he brings him in and then all of a sudden, like, he's just gone. And the kid did it, though. Like, the kid did it and everyone got cracked off except this one, the, the lead guy. But then he goes on uh, the run and... Yes. And then... Uh, but, like, he did do it. Like, in the movie, like, the guy fucking did. The, all of them conspired to kill this one kid. But then the idea of, like, oh, no, my kid killed uh, – is being framed. or that That's not real life. That shit doesn't happen quite often, especially, like, in this fucking judicial system. That Like, normally it'll get snuffed out pretty quick. Uh, but people do get framed, but it's not, like, nice white kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, like, all the other people that are getting fucking framed. Okay, like, yeah. Eason would just, you know – or Brian Laudry or whatever – He'll fucking be able to like they could try and finesse him out of anything because he has privilege and money, which yeah. is this is what you're seeing right now. That like I guarantee you there isn't this worldwide manhunt in the way there would be if like this dude was fucking you know a person of color or maybe didn't have stature or is, it, he didn't have a family or whatever. That's it, true. The, like so right now I think you're seeing nationwide all of like you could say I'm gonna say us but I haven't really followed it. Like all of us are like a craze about it because I think we relate to it more because of we're white people who are seeing these, this yeah. like perfect little white relationship and it's all crazy. But like if it was, if, if, but there isn't this huge thing with like, like this mass fucking, we got to go find this person as if there would, if this person was like, you know, Oh, it's a, Oh, that Joe, that's sick, dude. That's dope. So Joe and Danny are getting, uh, 
Nuts just tattoos. got matchers, uh, their first matcher tattoos. Oh, uh, it's our second matching tattoo. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. The turtles. Well, so sort two- of. Yeah, the turtle with Easton's name on it. But yeah. They're opposite turtles. And then yeah, they're like a little bit different, so, but still matchers. Still the same thing. So j- it's a middle finger. It's Danny our, got a. It's our universal sign yeah, language. Yeah. Sign it's their love, love language. It's Go our fuck love yourself. Language. Uh, <laughs> Hand, middle finger give each hand. Other the middle finger when we tell each other we love it. It says aloha, <laughs> and then Joe's has a wedding band, and Danny's has a wedding band, and then Joe's it's about our, to get a knee it's blaster. Our actual rings. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because you, you have the. Is that a diamond cut? Um. Yeah. It's a teardrop or Teard- pear okay. or whatever right, right. you want to call it. Well, why don't we transition to that real quick before we wrap up? Uh, what's it like being married, dude? Did you ever think you were gonna get married? Uh, I feel like when I met you, I would have said no. Like when I first met you, <laughs> the way you presented it and just like your energy, it was like hard no. You're like, yeah, I don't I d- fucking need <laughs> anybody. I don't. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. Well, not need, but like, you know what I'm saying? Don't. She was just like, fuck that. You were already mama bear to the extent and that you didn't need no fucking idiots around. You're like, I got my shit going. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what I said to you when you first asked me if I wanted to go on a date with him. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need anyone. I'm I, I work full time and a full time mom. Like, do you want to tell a story <laughs> for the podcast? I'm glad you guys are here because I wanted this. This was one of the episodes I want to record with you guys on it. Do you want to tell a story of how you met your handsome uh, chubby husband nuts? <laughs> Chubby. <laughs> I don't know. Look at them calves. Look I at know he's, he's felt, but he's got he's got the ideal body. He's the body that I would want. If I if I didn't look like me, I'd want to look like he's him. Beefy, when I, man. When he's I was beefy. big boy, I wanted to look like Joe. I, I got the shit end of the stick on that he's one. Got, he's got muscles. Yeah. Beyond belief. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I met him through you. Okay. I met him through Tanner. Um, I Tanner was working for me and um, yeah, I was a sales manager and a single mom and a very not, strong single mom. Not. Yes. Very, very strong. I want to ask you about that, too, because that's um, important, but not interested in dating whatsoever. Uh, had did you the online s- dating thing for a little while? OK, I was going to say, so di- like, did you had you dated some people and obviously since you had yeah. East and everything, but like, did you have a real like expansive kind of experience or really just select couple kind of things and just never yeah. really hit or just a select couple kind of things yeah. never really hit um i would say i would say uh, joe you were shooting up in a fucking car in a target parking yeah, lot dude, dude all right were... give her give her her fucking time <laughs> bud yeah dude, i would have okay. not He's been this fucking guy i remind i tell him all the time like every time he talks about his past i'm like yeah we would have not been friends right let alone date like there's yeah. no way in hell i would have given you the time yeah. of day madison madison would be like she, she'll, be, she'll be like oh yeah i'd totally be into you but it'd be like absolute shit show she's like yeah. i would totally be into you but it, i would like it would just be pure chaos um yeah i remind him all the time that yeah i'm glad that we met when we did because right. i would not have Right, you got twice. the best version of him. Yes, and I do yeah, have the yes. best version of him. The sober boy version. What you should do and should have when you're going into any relationship is you need to be the best version of yourself I agree. in order to go into a relationship. But, um, and so that actually, you know, segue, that's what I was working on when you had proposed mm-hmm. me meeting him. And that's, you know, kind of where I was. I was at my, at my high. I'd found yeah. myself. I had found myself as a single mom, mm-hmm. as a manager in my, uh, you my had a lot career. of empowerment going in your life. Yeah. Like my career was going well. Um, you know, everything, everything was going really well and I just, I didn't want to fuck with it. Like, yeah. Didn't yeah. need anything to fuck with it. And I thought that, um, you know, having another person come in, um, would fuck with that. So sure. I was very limited, very selective when it came to dating. I had dated a couple people, but none of them really lasted more than a month. Sure. Um, sure. Just cause they would really get kind of too needy. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah. They'd require a little bit more time than I 
wanted to give them or right. that I because you didn't have a whole lot of fucking time. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of time. I worked full time. I had a, it was a single you have mom. big life. Um, yeah, dad not involved. So mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, it really was just all me. And so I didn't want to, um, any extra time that I had was going to go towards me. Right. And you my and time, Easton, my personal time mm-hmm. and family also. and all that. Um, and so, you know, if, uh, if a guy was interested and we would date for a while and he, then he'd be like, Oh, let's do this. Every, you know, and yeah. he'd need to talk to me like every day. Like it just drove me nuts. It's like, nah, dog, get in where you I fit in. Cause I'm moving. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm shaking. So, yeah. um, cause I, when you, yeah. So when I proposed the idea, Joseph now needs to talk to me every day. I know. Well, you live together, right? He's always like, babe, (laughs) uh, like that was the context in which when I popped up and I was like, oh, you know, oh, you should date my boy. You should go on a date with my boy nuts is the conversation you were having was literally like, I don't fucking need anyone or want anyone like fuck that. Like everyone's kind of trash or whatever. You're just like, I'm just not into it. And it's just like, I'm kind of just like giving up on it. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. I don't know why (laughs) you're saying no. And I just immediately I'm like, yes, this would work out. But I did. And so I pop up. Keep going. Keep telling the story. um, Yeah. You kept talking about it. Asked multiple times. Um, so finally I was like, all right, yeah, you can give him his his mustache. (laughs) Joseph stand normal, Joe. Pistachio beamed up into a UFO. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking goober. Short story here about Joseph. He, uh, he believes that his cousins are aliens. And when uh, my son first met him, he, we, he developed the nickname of Jojo Pistachio. Oh, cute. So. That's he cute. is getting a pistachio beamed up into a UFO. Hell yeah. That's so funny. Joe, you're a goofball, dude. It looks That's good, hilarious. baby. So, so yeah, I, I hounded you. I also told Joe. Uh, and then when... Which, obviously, Joe was like, hell yeah. Yeah, Joe was super down. <laughs> well, he was he giggled. Yeah, like, like I said From at the, the wedding. He, he giggled, and he was like, oh, man, bashful. Oh, man, I really? actually, the other, just the other day, uh, I found out that his, that his were... That when he... Cause what were we talking about, babe? About the milf thing? It was. <laughs> What's the joke though? Um, I don't know. Something there was something we were talking about, and there, somebody or someone had used a, a word, and I was like, oh, is that what you called me when you were talking oh, about tan? Oh, a cougar. A cougar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cougar. It was on a TV show, and I was like, oh, is that what you uh, said to Tanner when you first started dating V? He was like, yeah, this cougar, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go on a date with that. He's like, no, no, it was a MILF. MILF, yeah. And I was, was like, oh, yeah. God, I could have gone my life without knowing that. <laughs> That's so funny. No, you got big, big, strong MILF energy, dude. I mean, strong single mom, fucking killing it, like, crushing the career. I mean, yeah, dude, like, you're a catch. Uh, so, so you finally, you said, okay, fuck it, I'm down. Uh, yeah, I was like, you can give him my number, but he's got a... Pick up the phone and call me. Right, and then right. I do this text message. And he did bullshit. call you, right? He did call me. What was that first conversation yep. like? Um, you know, it was, it was interesting. Right. <laughs> was that the first kind of like blind date, like referral type thing, or like uh, have you had those experiences before? It was kind of like, hey, a friend of a friend, you should you know check it out. I never been set up by. Well, no, yes, actually, yes, I had. I had okay. been set up by a friend before, and that's how I ended up with said child. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> So you got experience. And that one did not work out. Right, so right. So I was very weary. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I obviously did not need another child. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. You're like, I'm all child up. I got I got the one. Turns out I inherited another child with right. him. Yeah. <laughs> him being the child. Um, but, no, it was good. It was, you know, obviously you could tell that he was nervous to talk to me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it was just a quick kind of get to know you, like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah, what kind of things do you like to do in your spare time? Sure. Like, you know, where'd you grow up? You have yeah. siblings, kind of that small talk thing that you would kind of get out of the way with. Like, what do you on do for work? What's yeah. this kind? Yeah. So we actually talked on the phone for um, a couple weeks before really? we actually went out. Oh no, shit! I didn't know that. Date. Yeah. Good shit. We, I did not know that. Yeah, we talked for a couple weeks just because it, you know, I needed to find. You know, a sitter. My mom's always down to watch, but yeah. I was not dating at that time, so I didn't know. Sure, and you, you were, know. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, we went and had our first date was lunch at Thai Ginger. Nice, dude. Lunch date. I yeah, like it. Lunch date. Um, Safe. Yeah. Secure. And he told me that the next day uh, was his birthday. So then I was like, well, shit, now I'm going to have to buy fucking lunch. Oh, <laughs> this dude's birthday. He says that to all his first dates. I figured I thought it was a ploy, but then I really found out that the next day really was his birthday. Right. <laughs> Every time he goes on a day. Yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh uh, but he didn't let me pay for lunch. He paid for lunch. Okay, because anyway. so he's a good man. Good. He's a good man. He's yeah. a good man. Yeah. Thai ginger's really good. That's over in yeah. Bellevue oh, by work, huh? Yeah. Oh, by did you go Victoria. when you were working on your lunch break? Uh, no, it was on a Sunday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you love you knew of Thai ginger. What, did you recommend or did he? Uh, he recommended. It. I feel like everyone like when it, anyone that's out on the east side that's kind of in that area always is like we should go to Thai ginger. Yeah. It's a good spot. It's I like a good it. spot. It's a good spot. Um. I mean, service there is quick, so if it's bad, you know you can get out just, quick. Yeah. <laughs> In and out. Uh, so, you guys, you have lunch. Uh, how how quick was it after that first lunch? Did you guys see each other again? Um, or from there, did it really just kind of, like, pick up and just felt right? Or It was probably another couple weeks that we okay. saw each other. Um, we still talked. I was a little bit apprehensive. Sure. And wasn't sure. I was like, there's something interesting about this guy. There's, you know... I, I do want to go on another date, but I'm not sure. Like, yeah. he seems a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> you were right about that. He's certainly weird. Um, but I was actually out um, for my cousin's birthday out on Cap Hill. And um, he was wanting to go bowling that okay. evening for midnight bowling. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, that would be fun because. Was that know. after a fellowship, Joe? You were going to go bowling after uh, that late night meeting or whatever? Okay. Okay. It was. Was it the bowling alley in Kenmore? February trying to go? 3rd. February 3rd. Okay. Our first date was January 20, uh, 21st. Okay. And then February 3rd, that second, what did you end up doing? Did you end up going bowling or we, what happened? We went bowling. Okay. I was out with my friend or with my cousin and, and he was messaging me and was like, we could go bowling. So I showed my, I was like, I'm at my cousin's birthday. I don't know. Yeah. And then I showed my cousin. My cousin's like, yes, you need to go bowling with this guy. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> so I love that. So I ditched her. She was drunk as shit anyway. So she <laughs> wouldn't have noticed. And um, I went bowling. And I was really glad because doing something where you're active or like something fun versus yeah. just sitting across the table trying to talk to each other <laughs> is uh, a much easier way to that get to buffer. know somebody. Yeah, that buffer. Yeah. And you get to see their personality because they're having fun. Yeah, they're, they're laughing. They're relaxed. Their personality. They're being themselves. Mm -hmm. It's. Yeah, and it was great. It was a good time. Um, it was fun. I had to like literally like push my body up against, put my ass up like in front of him in order for him to like kiss me and give him the hint. You had that to press I up on it, me. Joe. You didn't. You weren't <laughs> trying to shoot your shot, bud. A little shy, eh? He was super shy. A little gun shy. He That's was good. Super good shy. for you though. Yeah. Good for you though. Actually, he parked. Uh, funny story. On our first date, he parked in. <laughs> 
He parked in the Safeway parking lot, not in the Thai Ginger parking lot. Really? Yeah, because he was embarrassed that he was driving Grandma's car. Oh, no. What was Grandma's <laughs> car, Joe? It's just a Honda Civic. Oh. <laughs> he was like, yeah, my Lamborghini's in the shop. It's just a Honda Civic. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the footprint like, <laughs> gas pedal and the flames on the side. He's like, I had to get my grandma's uh, oil change, so I'm <laughs> ro- rolling around this dump. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, after he's like lunch, my state issued vape, my blow and go. Yeah. After lunch, uh, I was like, "Where's your car?" And he's like, "Oh, it's over in the that parking lot." And yeah. I was like, "Okay." Okay. And I was like, "You're like you mean your bike? Do you want to ride to your <laughs> car? <laughs> Is there a car there, Joe? Is there a car? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a ride to your car?" He's like, um, it's a, it's a, it's a little scooter, a 50 CC scooter. But legit, he got in my car and I gave him a ride to his car in really? the parking lot over. That's with so a funny. With a grandma sticker on it. So I think it was more so the fact that he was driving grandma's car, but I didn't give a shit. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, fucking whatever. It's a still <laughs> Honda Civic. It's a safe car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you, you have the second date, February 3rd. And then Joe, when you. Like, were you all about her from the start or, uh, yeah, he was, he was fucking pee whip from the jump. Oh yeah. Your little, (laughs) your little chubber was fucking tingling the moment you saw her. Huh? He was like, yeah, he said, no. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Okay. So you, you go on the second date. Uh, when did you kind of come around? You were like, this might be something that I'm, you know, this might be a guy that like I'm into. Well, you said in bowling, you pressed up on him. You had a smooch. Yeah. Is that when you kind of started really being like, okay, I'm kind of into this guy. Um, I mean, you know, you you got to get see if there's those sparks there. For sure. That's right? huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say it was probably about our third or fourth date where I was like, okay, like I'm I'm pretty into this dude. Yeah. Like He's I could probably dude. stick around with this guy for. Did you have any weird hangups on the sober boy shit? No. No, nothing like that. No. Which well, is something you kind of welcomed because it's like you you're not like wild, wild. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. have a pretty res- not reserved, but like you have a pretty like chill life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll like the party, but like. That was probably because, I mean, did you ever like date people that were into like fucking getting kind of crazy or like go on dates no. and, like, oh, wow, you fucking drink or, you know, whatever? No. Okay. Um, I mean, I, um, I, uh, I had a bunch of friends from high school that was going down the, the drug path right, that right. I didn't want to follow, but would party with a lot. Sure. And, um, when that started happening, I moved away to California so that. I wouldn't get sucked into that path. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. How long were you down there? Uh, four years. How did you go to college or, or how old were you? Um, I was, how old was I when I left? I was 22 when Southern I left. California, Northern California. Um, I went to Pasadena, LA. Okay. LA County. Sick. Um, yeah. I lived in Pasadena, your Belinda, mm-hmm. bunch of places down there. Um, and just kind of really discovered myself. Yeah. Um, away from where I grew up, right? How old were you when you had Easton? Was it when like twenty six? So short. So you came back around twenty four to the Washington, or I came back um, just before I turned twenty six. Okay. Okay. So like then you came back, and then the Easton thing happened, or whatever. Yep. And then in that moment, the gears must have shifted. And I want to talk to you about that too, like the whole single mother thing. We can kind of maybe like split convo between you guys and this, but like what? Like I I was raised by a single mother, yeah. uh, with like very little support from my dad like we had my she had support from her family at times especially early on and then also like my dad's side like my grandma helped raise me a lot financially and everything she picked up all the slack but like mostly it was a single mother household 
she fucking grinded out. She supported. She provided. Always made sure we were safe. And so, like, I always just, like, uh, I always just have, like, a strong connection. I said that, like, at the wedding. That was just, like, that's one of the biggest things that, like, I appreciate about you. And then, like, I sensed is just, like, Mama Bear fucking this is me and my cub and we're going to fucking get through this. Like, what was that like for you? Because, and you don't have to go into detail of, like, you know, kind of the experience of everything that happened. But, like, just that mindset, like, how did that switch come on for you where you're just like, it's going to be me and this kid and like, we're going to get through this. Um, I mean, right when I, when I found out I was pregnant, um, and I told his dad, um, and his dad didn't believe me. Oh no. And was like, well, I'm going to go get a bunch of pregnancy tests. And he ran to the dollar store. (laughs) Okay. That was the moment that I was like, all right, you Whether gotta go. <laughs> it's you and me, baby. Yep. Like it's just you and me. Like right. that's it. And um, he started talking about, well, there's options, and I. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. That was the moment that I was like, whether you are in or out, like it is me and this baby. Sure. And that is all. That's sure. the only thing that matters. Yep. Like I don't know. I didn't give a shit if he wanted to be in it. I didn't give a shit if he wanted to be out of right. it. Right. Um, I gave him many op- opportunities to sure back away and. And go about his. You're like his, you're gonna be irrelevant in this. Like, yeah, like if from you, the if, yeah, it's like, dude, sorry, man, it's yeah. like being this kid. From the get go, I, I asked him to sign his rights away, and I was right. like, I will never come after you for child support. Yeah. I don't need your money. I don't care. Like, Which is that's like just that's, sign your rights away. And that he didn't do is it. a power. He didn't do it. Not at the first. No. Not okay, but he did end up doing it. So sort of. Okay. So um, it according to the state of Washington. Yeah. Um. Due to law and paternity laws and things like that, um, once paternity is established mm-hmm. via paternity test or or even maternity for that well, maternity obviously, but yeah, um, once that's established, you can't sign your rights away. You In can't Washington. legally sign your rights away unless there is someone else there willing to take on that child, essentially adopt that child in replace of. Huh. Because according to the state, there needs to be some sort of viable. Um, secondary option or a just secondary like they have to pay there. I mean, they're responsible for the in case funding of parent that child. one goes away. Right. There needs to be that backup. Yeah. Right. Um, and and for purposes of, you know, there's a lot of single parents that are on um, assistance through the state. Sure. And they're going to make sure that the, that that other half is paying their way. Right. And paying for as much as they can in many ways so to try and mitigate the stress yeah, and the, yeah and the burden of more. what that name yep okay right. okay i get so, that that's crazy i didn't know that when it came down to it um he was in his life for probably about four years or so and when it came down to it oh so he was so i thought it was from the rip no but in like, and out. A, a peripheral like kind of out there but like yeah yeah out there must have been so fucking annoying dude when he was open to having him go over and um i'd call and check in on them and and see how he was doing, and I'd be like, "Hey, buddy, like, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for you to pick me up." And oh I'm like, That's my god, a terrible sound. To oh hear. yeah, no mom would want to hear that. Yeah, and so like it was just it was just a bad relationship yeah. from the yeah. get go, even between the two of them. Um, and um, he was in and out, so like it mm. was, yes, I want to be a part of his life, and then I wouldn't hear or see him from for six to nine months, and then, yes, I want to be a part of his life. Yeah, no way, dude. And then Sorry. I wouldn't hear from him, and so. Get with you know, her, get lost, fuck boy. Yeah, so when it came down to it, um, and he ended up moving away and asked and said that we needed to reconfigure the parenting plan for him to be able to go over there. And essentially, he moved to New York. 
So he said he would need to have him for summers and Christmas breaks. And I said, you are out of your goddamn You're mind. You're fucking high, bro. <laughs> if you think You're I'm putting my kid on an airplane to come to visit you. New York. Um, so I said, your, you know, your rights to a visitation are here in the state of Washington. Yep. You're more than welcome to um, exercise those rights sure. here in the state of Washington. Yeah. You can come and visit him here, but I'm not. He's right. not going anywhere. And um, and I'm not changing the parenting plan. For yeah, sure. Good for you. And I said, or you can sign your rights away and walk away and I will write off all past care, past due child care expenses, at which point was about extensive. 12 grand, yeah. 12 yeah. Grand. Okay. Racked up. Um, and I was like, I'll write all those off. I won't don't need a dime from you. Just sign away your rights yeah. and leave. And uh, it took him about eight hours to come back around and say, okay. Really? And so we had to go do a no contact, no visitation hmm. order. So you can't technically sign your rights away. You have to do you a no contact, no visitation. And I was even offering to not take child support, but the state requires you to take okay. child support. Okay. So I take the minimum amount. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So when he has a job. I see you, money. You'll see some. Okay. All right. All sort right. of. Yeah. Which but is, it's yeah, a, it's like not It's like the bunch. minimum, bare minimum. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I didn't, I didn't need that. I didn't care No, right. Well, part. you weren't, yeah, that was not, you, you yeah, you were good. I'll work hard enough to Exactly. And I love, <laughs> that's what I love about you. That That's so amazing. Like, because that was my mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I don't fucking, dude, you know what's crazy with my mom is so, they never had a parenting plan ever, ever mm -hmm. established. It was just always like open air kind of shit, which sometimes was nice because it wasn't as constrictive for us as kids. Like we can kind of like ebb and flow and I can move around or whatever. But then later on when like, especially when we got a little bit older and like I started getting wild boy shit and getting hurt a lot. And I mean, my brother and I both got like injured all the time, broken bones, stitches and shit like that. But my dad would never show up on that. I would go to the burden of my mom. So that's when it was like the parenting plan would have been good just for like splitting assets and, and just like all that. But what my mom made this fucking gangster power move right before I turned 18. She made it in a, she did it in a vacuum, very secretive. My mom's like, OG like that. Like she just moves in silence mm -hmm. and she was like, uh, I'm gonna get at this point. She was like, you know what? Fuck that. I am owed something because this kid's a fucking wild child, and I did my best. And I need, I need to see something. Yeah, and she was like, he's fucking crazy. So she's like, you know what? I might need a little something. And my dad's a fucking just deadbeat. Like never really just yeah. He just never had a bunch of money. He was always broke. Always fucking just fucked off. But uh, when it comes to the state, no matter if you're broke or not, if, if they find you fucking liable for money. You're they're gonna, gonna get it. They're gonna get it. <laughs> and so she took him to court on some real ninja shit, just like whoop whoop whoop, and got him for a, I wouldn't say a gang of fucking back child support, but like a good lump sum that the court awarded to her. Yeah. I think it maybe even been like ten grand or something, but it was like it was a good fucking amount of money. And dude, it was like he fucking freaked out. It was just this whole thing. He just like full blown just panic and terror. Oh, I can't fucking believe it. And then he starts acting like he was like a dad the whole time and he wasn't. But, uh, yeah, that's like, I, I really appreciate you being like, just doing that. Like just, that just shows like the character that you have in that, like that maternal, like it just, I really just resonate that. And I always respect that from you. Oh, well, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, so we'll get back to, to old Sacknets over here. Uh, so you second date, press upon him, smooched <laughs> him. You were like, I'm down for this guy. Obviously he was uh P whip from the start. Cause he's a simp and he's just all about it. And me and him, me and you're the same way, Joe, don't worry. I'm a lover boy. When it's right, it's right. And I go all in. Uh, so what did that like kind of look like? He was just thinking, damn, this girl's hot. She yeah. wants me. He's like, I need I'm that nanny. 
You're such a handsome little fuck, Joe. So, uh, <laughs> so then you you guys start dating more frequently. Uh, like I guess you could say, did you become like exclusive, or did you have the conversation, or just like, let's start dating? Um, no, we didn't really. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. we really? went from single to married <laughs> last month. <laughs> Zero to a hundred, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's like, hey, yeah, uh, my what's friend going Jen on was like, does this mean that you're going to because I posted that or the wedding picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, does this mean that you're going to change your Facebook status from single to married? And I was like, like, oh, shit. Oh, I guess. But neither one of us really go on Facebook right, that much. Right. I mean, I'm trying to get more active in it so that I can um, uh, get my cookies started up and stuff like that. Yeah, but and I want you to shout out your cookies because they're fucking amazing. Danny's Dynamite Cookies. Danny's Dynamite Cookies <laughs> started up uh, during the pandemic and they're fucking the persimmon cookies you make. Oh, the persimmon. Bananas. The uh, the uh, the thumb drop ones you made were fucking fire as well. I ate like 17 of them when I was at your house when you were making <laughs> them for the thing. And uh, yeah, so are you so like, do you have a website yet or anything like that? I have a website. Still working on um, right. the... D- calculating the shipping the shipping issue sure is sure and you, you'll still do like ass. local stuff like like yeah, yeah. delivering drop yeah. off and all that we'll do yeah delivery drop off um and we'll still ship we just um am trying to get, get the shipping calculator to calculate the proper shipping right so people can order online yeah i'm gonna do you have an instagram yet um not yet okay make an instagram and then uh just like whenever let me know and then i'll, I'll throw it up on the the instagram podcast cool. in, instagram and Send people over there because holiday season's coming up, so it's gonna yep. be a busy yep. season for you. Um, yeah, we're working on some working on some new recipes, some new Hell stuff. Yeah. Um, the dynamite cookies are the big ones. Yeah, so big, good. Giant um, cookies. We had a few last year. The cho- regular chocolate chip. We had yeah. um, the big apple, which is like an apple crisp. Cookie. That one was fucking so good and so moist and yes. like delicious and gooey and oh, I love yeah. that. Um, so Thanksgiving wise, we'll be, um, you need to do a pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie cookies, pumpkin pie. will have chunks of, uh, the pie crust. <gasps> in the cookie. Are you going to do like the little cream cheese confection fucking like, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like the little white chocolate, like chips, Oh, in white it? chocolate chips. I could do that. I'll take a request. If you think that'd be good. Yeah. Stop it. Um, I do also have pumpkin spice chips. Um, but I think I'm going to save that for something different. Do a pumpkin spice cookie. You and can do a pumpkin, pumpkin on pumpkin on triple pumpkin, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, and then, um, I'm fucking getting those. Dude. I also, um, I'm going to try and shoot to do a pecan pie cookie this year. Will you do it bourbon style with made with bourbon? Yeah. 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 Maple's cool too, but like bourbon. Yeah. That's but my maple shit. Maple bourbon oh! would be even better. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I, Yes. Okay. I'm on board there. Uh, yeah. And then um, uh, picked up some of our, some of my uh, favorite, I guess, not necessarily seasoning or sugaring, sugary stuff from Maui while we were there. Okay. So, um, you know, the Lihing Mui power oh. powder is, uh, we'll be utilizing that. Sick. Um, doing like a That's pineapple cool. and Lihing uh, cookie. Like more like, yeah, tro- yeah it's like tropical kind of. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yes. Okay. Like okay. That. Fuck Sometime yeah. Next Hell yeah. Um, and then just roll them this next year. Yeah. Hopefully all year. So got a little uh, sidetracked and had to shut down a little bit for the during COVID. Well, in the wedding and shit too, and you With just had a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. Lots of stuff. But going it was on. good. Like your 
you I think you got to see that like you got some good traction and like you had some good support you know what yeah. I'm saying and it was like it was you were able to do it you're like mm -hmm. okay this might be something yeah you know so you had a good like it wasn't even uh, some people would say like oh I had a false start because I started and stopped no you had a good like soft run of like is this something I can see myself doing yeah and I think you can and yeah. then you get to now go at it with that fervor of like I'm all in on this and have it just a more it's not as scary you right. know you have that infrastructure of like what it would look like and then you just build from there right and i think we're gonna do um pre-orders this year versus smart. orders um on the spot yeah then smart. i can calculate out how much yeah. to make well it mitigates waste leftover yeah, too, yeah yeah which is fine because my family loves having leftover cookies but <laughs> yeah um <fucking> same <laughs> uh and then um you can always do like bundle too like hey here's this mystery box of just like all this shit for yeah. this amount or whatever yeah and uh, flavors will change throughout the year mm -hmm. according to mm -hmm. the season and seasonal fruits, seasonal, you know, goods that are in. Um, and uh, so the only scary part now is hoping that the, the oven holds up as our appliances mm. slowly go out one by one. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. <laughs> Fucking that's just that's homeowner type so lifestyle, right? Hopefully our, our oven can hold up um, through all the baking. And I mean, eventually you could even do, uh, this is, this is down the road, but I'm just like, these things come up when I think about shit like this is like, you could do like, you could do like a rental kit, like an industrial. So I got, space. yeah. So we got a friend that, um, that has a restaurant mm -hmm. that, um, is open or is closed on Sundays and Mondays Ooh, and just bang everything out. Yeah. And she said we could use her kitchen. That'd be so cool. Um, which would be dope. Yeah. So I might take her up on that. And just for more know, of a wholesale approach or like, you know, yeah. large quantity type thing that'd yeah. be fucking awesome yeah kick them a so. little bit and just you know yeah. yeah dude hell yeah so that'd be easy and they're fairly close to our house too oh which is nice. okay in like Monroe and whatever uh Duval oh okay yeah yeah cool yeah. oh that's so fun yeah hell yeah you're at a Thai restaurant get like a little uh get a you little know her. do I oh yeah okay con con maybe yeah I don't know Connie hmm oh 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 Connie oh, oh, from oh, the fucking oh, oh, ah oh. that's so funny dude <laughs> That's so funny. She's fucking great, dude. Connie's so cool. Uh, Connie's so cool. It was never going to happen. Fight Thailand. But, huh? Duval. Fight Thailand. Check it out. Shout out. I'll have to go. Uh, so, uh, okay. So back to you and Nuts. Uh, that was a good, I'm glad that we talked about the cookies too because I want to mention that. So when like, I'm a, I'm obviously a lover boy. I, I just, that's so, I just love that. I think it's such an amazing thing about life that like two people can come together and, and have that experience where it's like. You can say like souls combined or spirits combined or you just get to that place where it's like everything. Fuck you, Bailey. I see. You. How's it feel, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to what? What'd you say? What'd you say? You're trying to what? Okay. Oh, fuck you. So uh, I'm oh, all about that. And Joseph's so blushing over there. We, I know he is. When him on blast. did you guys like when did you for you like when did you realize like you were falling in love with Joe and that like that was someone that you were you were wanting to spend the rest of your life with or like what, what was that like uh, experience or transition like for you? And have um, you ever experienced that before or like? No. Right. I had never experienced that before. Um, the moment that I knew that I was in love with him and definitely wanted it to go further. I'm mm -hmm. was still, I don't know. I mean, yes, marriage, but, um, that was also not the forefront of my mind. Cause like you said, I was 
Yeah. In nowhere in the place of thinking that I would ever get married. I th- honestly thought that I would be a single mom for the rest sure, of my life. Sure, sure. You were ready for that. Like, you were prepared, <laughs> prepared for, that. for yeah. that. Yeah. And it wasn't like this thing of, like, oh, I'm afraid. Like, it, was, it wasn't like a morbid thing. Like, oh, I'm going to be alone forever. But you yeah, were like, it wasn't like nobody's going to love me. There's nobody right. out there good enough for me or anything yeah. like that. It was just a, I, I'm. Fundamentally, this is might be the case. I'm content. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. I've got my, I got my little man. That's, that's so cool. That's what I need, yeah. right? Um, he was everything. I can do everything with him. I could accomplish absolutely literally anything with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think the moment that um, I really truly fell probably deeply in love with him was like, yes, I'm going to be with this man forever, whether mm-hmm. that be marriage or not. Right. Um, was probably when we went to um, the tulip fields with okay. Easton. And that was probably one of the first actual. Were you guys like, taking pictures there or something? Dates. Yes. Yeah. We were taking some pictures there. Was that um, the red flannel day? No. No. This was a long, this was probably one of the very first, no, we didn't go there. We went to go look at flowers. He's so fucking salty about it, dude. God damn, bro. Put your dick away. He's all pissed off. Still cannot tell you what. Look at fucking flowers. All right, old man, chill. I took him to the tulip fields. He still, to this day, could not tell you and point out a tulip to you. Right. Like he could not tell you. Is that a hydrangea? That's funny. So you go, you go, and uh, tell me about but, it. But uh, actually, the kid, kid got stuck. Um, the kid got stuck in a huge mud puddle, like, oh, fuck. like super thick mud, where yeah. like his his boots were in there, mm. and he was not getting out. And Joseph went in and legit just lifted him, him out, and his his boots came off, and he just carried him carried him out of the out of the. Um, the mud puddle and carried him back to the car and yeah. um, just seeing like you're like that's my man's that's just seeing that like father inst- that instinct mm-hmm. right of yep. alright like this is me I'm gonna go do that and not even saying anything right because like normally if I was there like that'd be me doing that yeah. I would go yeah, in and yeah. pick up the kid and your mom and dad and then I would like hold him on one arm and then bend down and get the, the boots at the same time yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know uh, not think anything of it but um, to see the look on Easton's face when he came over to help him and after he picked him up, that was the moment. You're going to make me cry. God damn it. That was so <laughs> fucking sweet, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was all the kid. The kid. Right. The kid's reaction is what tells me. Well, and also like you, you kind of already alluded to it that you were like, that was something like he intuitively filled the space that you had had to feel your whole life or Easton's whole life. And then for him to naturally intuitively do it without any type of like, oh, like you having to ask or anything. He just did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying is like I could only imagine how fucking like comforting and like whoa you know like like yeah. uh, surreal it must have been like to feel and it's something so minor just picking up a kid out of right. a mud puddle but like minor know. minor but also like pretty fucking major when you when you once you have that feeling then you look at it like oh like that's maybe something that was missing or like not even missing as if you needed it but that was like well it's so abnormal to my own experience but in such a positive way yeah that it just is like I think in a lot of times when you're in like a really loving relationship and you're opening up to these new experiences and you start seeing like, whoa, this person's filling spaces that like I never needed someone else to fill. But the fact that it's being filled now is like, it feels amazing. It's like, yeah, dude, that's fucking gorgeous, dude. That is so beautiful. Yeah. God, I'm tingling right now. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) I love that so much. Uh, And then we already know Joe was in love with you from the start. So like, I don't even have to ask about his experience. Fuck Joe. Uh, (laughs) And then, you you guys so you both were living separately I'm surprised uh, you just flipped me off right there. How, yeah how long were you so what is this in the timeline of you guys like 
pretty little so, early. No, he uh, he didn't meet Easton until four months in, five months okay. in. Okay. Um, yeah. Which I think is a good. That's a good uh, boundary. Yeah. It was like four months in. There was one that happened accidentally that was like three months in, but we didn't actually hang start hanging out with Easton. Right. And him until four about four months. Okay. Um, but I had to drop off Easton at a sitter's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and on our my mom was gonna drive him up to the sitter's house so yeah. we could go on a weekend getaway with mm-hmm. each other. Um, but my mom couldn't, so I had to drop him off on our way. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of an impromptu meeting. Right. And um, in the car while you drop the kid off, and then I take so quickly off with just this like, dude. Hey, bud, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, what the fuck, mom? Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was after that. So th- it was, yeah, a little ways yeah, into sure. the relationship. Man, I love that. And then uh, you guys just, from there, I mean, it's just, it's been... Uh, it's been cool to see it's been cool to watch and it makes me happy for both of you individually and then also the unit that you are together now and uh just you know i love joe to death and like uh i know i would have never ever ever you know like i say like introduce any of my friends anyone but like joe was just like it was just so clear uh especially in in you as well that i think it would just you know it just seemed right but like the fact that you guys have had that experience and then not only now like i mean are you guys thinking about kids yeah, you want another one. Yeah, yeah. With with his seed. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully. That's I gonna mean, be hopefully f- his swimmers are smart enough to swim the right direction. Yeah, I don't know, dude. They, it's probably all the foil that he oh, ingested. Look, might, might have been thing. Right there. Dude, why does your uh, middle finger look like it's... <laughs> let me see it again. Oh, man, dude. Did you get cut off or something? Why is it so small? That's funny. Uh, so, <laughs> you guys, he, he proposes. So, it progresses. Uh, you guys, he, he proposes. He pr- proposes quote unquote <laughs> how did he do it how did that go down i imagine you you guys probably communicated about it like w- were you in the know kind of like you knew it was coming and like you guys had kind of talked about it or was so it i thought it was coming in hawaii our first trip to hawaii okay he um, fumbled the ball though it did not happen it happened in <laughs> Expectation shatter. So at that point, I was like, I don't know when the fuck he's right. He's it. never gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> like you missed that mark, bud. But um, I do remember. I mean, in Hawaii, I asked his mom essentially for permission. Right. Like, oh, if he wow. were to ask me, is it okay if I say yes? Big dick um, energy. Just she's a single mom too. Yeah. Right. I would like the same respect from whoever it is. I love that Joe's is mom sweep a lot. Off to his feet. Right. You know. Um, What'd she say when you asked that? Uh, she was like, please. She's, she's like, fucking please. <laughs> take him. She's take like, him please. <laughs> please. Um, no, she goes, well, yeah, sure, of course. Right. I mean, she's a woman of very few words. Yeah. Very really? Simple. Yo, mom. <laughs> I, I, I saw her as a wild wild child. Yeah, I wonder where Joe gets it from. So, um, yeah. Um, but when he did actually propose, uh, it was that December. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, he just got me all hot and bothered, all pissed off. Really? Yeah, on purpose. That's <laughs> and uh, like the, to build you up. Like his favorite pastime is to get me pissed off. Really? Just to build me up so that he can just bash down on something really exciting. Like some like, schmooze the, the fuck the out of you. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> okay, that's that? that's some fucking toxic <laughs> shit, Joe. <laughs> but he he negs you just to, to make show you feel what his emotional yeah. stability is like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> he nags the fuck out of you just to be like, I love you so much. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, you guys get engaged. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, and then how, how I feel like COVID didn't push anything out, right? From engagement to marriage or did it? No. Um, no, actually. I mean, originally we were going to try and get married in 2020. This was before COVID. So in 2018 is when we got engaged and we were like, okay, 2020 sounds good. Like, yeah. That's a good like year was it like mid 2018 so you, you know december so like yeah yeah it okay it was for like sure it would have been like a good year and a half engagement um and uh and then but then my cousin got engaged right after that mm-hmm. and so then they had set their what date a selfish person to, no <laughs> no <laughs> they set time. their date to um july of 2020 and i knew we wanted august okay and um uh so and then I was like, well, I'm probably going to be in that wedding. So I don't necessarily want to do like be in a wedding and then two weeks later be in my turn own. around and have my own wedding. Sure. Like that's a lot to plan. That's a lot to like have in one year. I don't want to do that. Like, let's just do 2021. Yeah. So before all this COVID stuff happened, we pushed it out. OK, cool. Cool. OK, that's so, good. Yeah, we were fine. <clears throat> Then all this COVID shit happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was like, oh, no, is this going to happen? So you know, then yeah. Cousin's Wedding also got pushed to 2021. So we ended up doing the whole three-week turnaround anyway. So it didn't really matter. Were they before you or after you? Before, before you? Before us. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Word. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, nothing really, um, like, came and in, interfered with it. Right. Um, other th- up until, like, a week before mm-hmm. when we were getting ready to leave or a few days before. Because of the, the, the testing and shit? No, when Maui had uh, put in a new restriction of um, groups and events and stuff. Right, right, right. Um, I remember. And that happened like a week before we got there, but we were still under the lotted number, so we were good. Right. Okay. Oh, for like people at a, a yeah. ceremony and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a trip. So let's we we'll we'll end with with talking about Maui and your experience there, because uh, obviously you guys asked me to uh, officiate the wedding, which I was super honored to do, uh, and I'll I'll never do it again for anybody. Uh, <laughs> I'll be in a wedding, which will be my own, uh, but like I will not ever officiate it because I was dude. I like just full officiate your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, possibly dude, uh, possibly. Uh, so I. I was shook when when I did it because like, and I wasn't nervous until literally five minutes because i'm normally like a good public speaker and everything yeah. like that but fucking f you to you guys not a whole lot of preparation of what it was going to look like on the walkthrough the, the the lady was just like so this is what you're going to do don't fuck it up that's essentially what she, i was like what do i go what do i say and she's like no no no. they didn't tell you i was like no and then she's like okay you'll figure it out you'll be fine i'm like oh and that's when i got so nervous i didn't want to fuck up your guys's day you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, no it was beautiful it was it was it was, it was uh and so any highlights and of you that had written something prior to and yeah it was oh yeah perfect it was oh yeah beautiful it was i i did i did enjoy writing that and it was fucking it kicked my ass and just like yeah and it that's was, why we didn't tell you what to say because you had something amazing already <laughs> thank, so we were like you. we don't want to fuck thank with that <laughs> i think it, for me it was so cool to see like you guys it, for me everything because i was kind of like like I don't know. I was I was in my head about shit, and I was kind of in a weird spot, just like just in my life and whatever. As as you guys know, I was just like in a transitions and growth and self exploration and all of that. But like, uh, I got out of this funk that I was in of this like kind of like, I just felt just like a fucking I was like a bummer or something coming into it. I was like, oh, what can I really offer? Fucking, you know, I've gone through everything I've gone through. Blah blah blah. Whatever, just like self pity. But then when we went to beach day, with your whole family. And everyone was so fucking happy and everyone was in the water and laughing and having a fun time that like I really just saw like 
the beauty of the family and just like what you guys had in the, in the, the coming together of everyone. And it completely just shifted my perspective. But I was like, man, I'm witnessing like so much love and so much beauty. And it was like, I want to be a part of that instead of feeling like I wasn't worthy of, you know, I was like feeling tainted or something. Uh, and that like, that's when everything switched for me. Uh, and, and just like my whole experience with that. But dude, you guys just like, it was so cool seeing with like your dad and your family and the Sacknets showing up and, and like Joe's dad being there. It was just like, it was such a good flow and just like, everything was right and everything was perfect. And I was just like, I'm just really thankful that I got to be a part of that. To yeah. Be honest. Yeah. I'm thankful you got to be a part of yeah. it too. I yeah. mean, I'm, we're super grateful that you were right. able to do that. And yeah. Stand I'm the creator of your us. happiness. I know. I know. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been in that position if it wasn't for you. Right. <laughs> no, it was just, it was, it was a huge honor and it was a beautiful fucking ceremony. And you guys like have so many, you just like, you have, not only do you have a lot of people that love you, but like you guys love people. So like you make me feel just like part of the family always come over to your laundry come be a part of this like we want you yeah, here our new washer is dope man i know well right now <laughs> the reason why i'm doing a gang of laundry here is because someone stole our fucking coin thing out of our washing machine so i can just get free laundry oh, until they fix it yeah my <laughs> land nice. my the land property owner or whatever he was just like yeah dude just like fucking run it up until we get it fixed <laughs> and so i'm like oh sick bing 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 there you go uh but yeah it's just like i i, I like i said at the wedding dude like i have a really small family and I have a really shattered family in many ways of just like kind of spread out and we all don't really fuck with each other anymore. So like my thing is like, I have that chosen family type deal. And when, I, when I'm like, when I feel your guys's love of like desiring me to be there and saying like, we want you a part of our lives that like, it makes me just feel so fucking loved and comforted. And I just, I just really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I well, really we appreciate, appreciate that. you. Yeah. Thank beyond, you. Beyond belief. Thank you <laughs> so much. Uh, you know what's funny is you did not want to do this podcast. No. At all. No. And you just <laughs> tell me why, just like every time, the la after two minutes, you fucking, it's been an hour, mm -hmm. so it flo you know, time time travels, but like you got comfortable after like two minutes and you killed it. Oh, thanks. You did so good. Thank you. And you just like, I knew it because you're you, and it was like, you killed it. So I'm super happy that you were, I just shoved the microphone in your face. I was like, I was yeah. like, no, shut up. Just do it. So, uh. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. You're amazing. Uh, I you. will uh, be, I'm really glad that we got to do this. I will be highlighting the Danny's Dynamite cookies uh, on your, sh when you, you know, on my platform when you get your stuff uh, and get you some, some customers and some uh, love coming your way. And we will uh, see if this fucking idiot Brian ever gets caught. Right. And all that fun shit. And you have to listen to Crime Junkies. Yeah, I will. You have to listen to Crime Junkies. Uh, but yeah, it's been Are an absolute. Spotify? They are on Spotify. Yeah, they're one of the top podcasts on Spotify. Cool. Like top 10 podcasts. It's really great. Really calm, really chill, and, and a good produced podcast. So, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go bug Joe and see how this tattoo is going out. Danny, you're amazing. Uh, and, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and have a great day. Big love. Bye-bye.